I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Tuesday, August 1st, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Okay, so Jay, Canada has become the first country to put health warnings on individual cigarettes with phrases in fortune cookie font like poison in every puff and cigarettes damage your lungs. What's next? Labels on Big Macs telling us it's going straight to our hips. Jay, are you pro against labels on individual cigarettes to get the point really across to smokers that it's bad for them? I mean, I don't even know if you could get a cigarette without opening a pack that has like a picture of someone's diseased lung on it. But I guess if it's going to stop people from smoking, I think that's great. My only question is like, will people want to collect these if they say interesting things like that? Yeah, you got to catch them all like a Pokemon. You know, it's funny, the anti-smoking public health campaign is probably one of the most successful initiatives in public health history. And so I always wonder how much more you can push or like how much more can you squeeze out of this? So we'll have to see what the results are. I'd be interested to see if this does actually reduce the amount of smokers. Yeah, between smoking and wearing seatbelts, two really impressive public health initiatives. That's right. I feel like vaping is probably a bigger issue now than cigarettes themselves. Who knows? I'm not a, I'm not an expert in the field. It's hard to get all of the messages on those vapes, though. Yeah. Brett, I don't, we shouldn't even be laughing. It's awesome. Awful. But Brett, aside from this new warning on cigarettes, what do we have for Peak Pals today? Yeah, smoking is bad. We do not endorse smoking on the pod. For our first story, Saudi Arabia eyes the mining game. For our second story, Canada wants tech-savvy immigrants. And for our last story, the hypothetical economics of alien contact. For our first story, Saudi Arabia may have been snowed by soccer star Kylian Mbappe, but it can keep its head up knowing that its foray into mining is taking off. Brett, how's Saudi Arabia getting into the mining game? Okay, so Saudi Arabia's sovereign wealth fund, the PIF, and state-owned mining company Madden struck a $2.6 billion deal with Brazilian mining giant Vale for a 10% stake in its base metals business, one of the world's top suppliers of copper and nickel. This deal is Saudi Arabia's first big move since announcing a new mining investment fund as it looks to diversify its wealth away from oil. Now, this all matters because Saudi Arabia has set its sights on becoming a global leader in the mining industry amidst the critical mineral rush. While plenty of countries want in on that rush, the kingdom has pockets deeper than the ocean floor and isn't afraid to spend big to upend industries, as we've seen already this year when it basically acquired all of ProGol. Plus, as Western miners feel political pressure to turn away from China, for years now the key buyer and funder of critical minerals, Saudi Arabia could position itself to fill that gap. Now, in Canada, the feds have been trying to crack down on foreign ownership in Canada's critical mineral industry and implemented a policy last year restricting investments by foreign state-owned enterprises. The policy in particular was a move against increased investments from Chinese state-owned enterprises, which already have ownership stakes as high as 26% in several of Canada's largest mining companies. Now, since Phil operates Canada's largest nickel mine, the Saudi deal will be subject to scrutiny under the policy. However, Phil's CEO doesn't foresee any problems due to Canada's restoration of diplomatic ties with Saudi Arabia. Plus, I guess Saudi Arabia isn't China. For our second story, is your quote-unquote type an accomplished tech professional with a six-figure salary? Then you might have to bow it out with Canada's immigration office. Here's what's happening. Canada is moving away from its points-based system for immigration selection to pursue people with work experience in the tech sector per the Globe and Mail. Now, the category-based system aims to grant permanent residency, PR, to more STEM-focused applicants, but could, in theory, be used to target any profession. 
And it matters because demand for tech talent in Canada is weakening, stemming from a wave of recent layoffs. Meanwhile, there is a need for more healthcare and construction workers. This year, 28 to 31% of PR invitations will go to those with STEM experience, while invites for healthcare, 9 to 12%, and trade candidates, 3 to 4%, lag far behind. Just last month, Canada accepted 10,000 applicants for work permits as part of a program that was designed to lure laid-off U.S. tech workers holding H-1B visas. But the Immigration Department's requirements were informed by a consultation including tech behemoth Amazon, which asked it to bring in more and better talent. Now to zoom out. As Canada falls behind G7 countries on innovation, more tech workers, if they can find jobs, could spur more spending on research and development in the sector. For our third story, get ready for this one, Brett. It's about aliens. Terrifying threat from beyond the stars or untapped economic opportunity. Which is it? Yeah, I like the sound of that, the latter, Jay. Yeah, uh, dropping the news, last week, a former U.S. intelligence officer told Congress that the U.S. government has been hiding UFOs from the public for decades, including a wreckage that included non-human biologics. That, by the way, when he says that, he means that they have an alien. Yeah, crazy. I guess they do. Yeah. So let's just say intelligent life forms beyond our solar system, they do exist. And Earth is on their list of must-see destinations. What then? If they come in peace, and I guess that's a big if, and are familiar with the concept of trade, we Earthlings could access their knowledge and high-end tech. We we're just talking about tech workers needed in Canada. Yeah. One thing I always wonder is why it's always America. Yeah, the aliens are going to. I got some thoughts on that. Now, if they're able to travel light years to Earth, we probably won't have much to offer them in the way of scientific or technological breakthroughs. However, arts and culture is still on the table. What we do bring is natural resources. Seth Shotap, an astronomer at the SETI Institute, once told CNBC, I suspect resources would be finite anywhere in the universe. They also could learn DNA from us. Genetic info from earthly organisms is something aliens won't have in exchange for DNA. Maybe they could teach us how to colonize Mars. Maybe they could. We also have culture. Astrophysicist Davin Brin told BBC that culture is a logical trade commodity since it can be exported through electromagnetic waves. But I could just picture these people waiting for this call for decades to answer the question what aliens might want from us. To, to be able to see Oppenheimer and 70 millimeter IMAX, that could be pretty life changing for some of them. But this may not be enough to pique their interest. One paper posits that aliens could be giving us the cold shoulder while seeking more technologically advanced trade partners. I guess they could be. To zoom out, this is also all purely rampant speculation, obviously. NASA and the Pentagon deny extraterrestrial explanations for UFOs, and despite beaming about greetings into deep space for decades, no alien civilization has hit back with a, yo, we should link up. Well, the, the, uh, time could be coming. The bottom line is this. Free trade agreements with little green men might never be a thing. But the current interest in UFOs from governments around the world, including Canada, is granting legitimacy to what was once a fringe subject. We're adding legitimacy to it too, I guess, by the former podcast. I guess so. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thank you, Brett. Have a good day, Peak Pals. And Brett, Team Canada is out of the World Cup. Sad. Yeah. Well, you know who I'll be cheering for now. Anybody playing the U.S. Anybody playing the U.S., correct. <laughs> that much I figured. Have a good day, Brett. <laughs> you too, Jay. Jay.